What's the question? Woo. 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 Ooh, that one's better. I can do that one better. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned in to episode 34 of The Real Word. Word is up. Word up. Got So we got part two. Last week, if you missed 33, go back and check out the independent contractor uh, introduction to this. I mean, it might be a trilogy. It might be a three-part series. I'm going to um, keep track of how much you talk. You're going to keep track of how much I talk. What do you mean? The time? <laughs> Does he have it timed over there? Are you timing me, Sam? No, but it's fun because you get to see. I can. You can see your movements. Then you can yeah. see like mine. And then like when I talk, it You'd rather moving. me do all the talking anyways today. No, I'm great. This you is good. feeling energized? I feel lovely. So this is part two. What yes. we did was we asked for your feedback. We got some of your feedback. We're going to talk about some of that. We have some comments, some inboxes. We're going to talk about that. And then we'll give our opinions next week. No, no. Oh, you want to do it next week? Yeah, we said. Well, you just, oh, didn't you you're just going to drag this thing didn't on. Did you just say it was going to be a, th- okay. a three-parter, a trilogy? All right, we can give our opinions next week. Next week. So yeah. let's start with, uh, let's start with a couple comments on YouTube. I've I've got highlighted here. One of them coming from a Texas state of Texas. Yeah. Real estate agent, and he really, Matthew, I mean, he, my man, you committed to this yeah. response. This is, I mean, this is lengthy, bro. He These mu- are called YouTube comments. No, he copy and pasted the the, the rules, oh. which I appreciate it. I actually okay. I do appreciate that, Matthew, because uh, there's a lot of good info here. I so. wonder though. So I, I do want to ask Matthew though, like if he actually, if you read the A B, wasn't it the it's the A B C's of independent contractors? The A B C. Because I still feel like test. we're missing some of the responses to the A B C test. We're 100 percent not attorneys, so no. it, you know what he's stating here is coming somewhere from the state of Texas. I'm assuming he's talking about Texas. He's basically boiling it down to this. In Texas, if you set your own schedule, you're an independent contractor. So if somebody's not setting your schedule, you're not an employee. So weird, isn't it? That seems weird. It seems like... If you go... He's got 20 bullet points here. So if you go on YouTube and you go to uh, Real Word episode 33, you'll see Matthew's comment. Yeah. um, Byron loves reading too. It's like... Probably his favorite thing to do. Once I get glasses, it'll be my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you blaming the glasses? I am blaming the for my lack of attention span. I'm. Someone said that's not your eyes, dude. That's ADD. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what do they I call was going to say. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with glasses. Yeah. I mean, Sam's got glasses. Sam, how do you feel? You feel you feel like you're like attentive. I don't think I'll stay with the glasses. <laughs> you wouldn't stay with the glasses. Yeah, Here's the, just, it, look, now we're diverting to totally off of this. I'm sorry. Topic. Well, that's because you were like no, no, looking over wanna, the bullets. I want to say this. Like, Go so ahead. Sam, you really need those glasses, right? Yeah. Right. There are people that are wearing those same framed glasses that you have. Yeah. You know, the black frame, the common black oh, that, frame. Oh, that are nothing? You can, you can pop some on my eyes right now if you want to. Yeah. Um, that don't need them. Yeah. So it's the trendy thing to do. And of course, if I, you know, so seven years ago, I was told I need glasses. So I didn't go and get them. Did, did you not get them because you thought they were trendy? Now I don't want to go back. So I'm like, if I get the glasses, you're going to say, oh, he's just trying to be trendy. He doesn't even need them. That would be the first thought in people's mind. Uh, I think you're. I think you think that people think too much about you. That's 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 a little. <laughs> 
Uh, I no, mean, no, no, no. I remember my, my mom used to yell at me all the time because I would write my name on like napkins in like the kitchen. She's like, Nicole, I've never met anybody so self-centered in my life. I feel like I've, I feel like I've met my match. No, 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 no. not about me because <laughs> I think about this when I see people with glasses. Sometimes I'm like, fuckers trying to be trendy over there. No, but 100%. God forbid the guy just wants to see. I all mean, right, back no? to employee status here. Okay. All right. So number seven on his list: an employee must work on call or during hours and days as set by the employee. A true independent contractor is the master of his or own time and works the days and hours he or she. Wait, that was chooses. a bullet point. Are you sure he didn't type that? I can't imagine that he copy and pasted like the master. That's like written in like the law book. Like they use the word master. Dude, he's got twenty bullet points. I mean, here. he's you. not sourcing actually where it's coming from. Um, yeah, I mean. But Careful. So, Maybe so, you should right, so, read it first before you start just So like, I so to to sum it all up, I have not gotten a message from any real estate agent yet. This is a small sample size. By super the way, small sample size. Um, that doesn't believe they're an independent contractor. David uh, here comments, nice job. The agent that works for the agents that work for S3 Living, which I have no idea what that is, are independent contractors. But to borrow from you guys, it may be a racket. So yes. actually, maybe he's questioning a little yeah, bit Yeah, well, we all are. I mean, that's that was really what, what came of that article is because I think we all think we're independent contractors because we sign independent contractor forms. But when you start going over this ABC test that was given, um, well, it's super contradictory. And it's and like that's the reason why he's crazy saying, things are happening. Uh, okay, this may be a racket. And, yeah. And, and so I'll kind of give you a little bit of a start of my opinion, right? And I think that... There are certainly brokerage shops in this country that 100% have agents that are independent contractors. Right. But I also think that when there's emails going out in an office saying somebody has to pick up floor, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position, managers or brokers or whoever, right? In everybody's that's right. watching this is seeing well, that email. I'm pretty work for, yeah, for I don't know that they ever say someone has to. It's more like somebody better. You know, but like, you know how the, the emails increase yes. over time yes. if nobody's responded? It's like, yes. no, really, we need floor coverage. Really. And just and in all honesty, too, if you're getting those emails, just don't reply just all. Just delete them. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so. I don't need the, I don't need the follow-up email that you're going to be there. We're about to get into our rackets, but floor yeah. time is the biggest racket. And so I think if the brokerage has, you know, these types of systems in place, then they're they're walking a tight line because because that's when you're really starting to put people in a schedule in a place right to report well at a especially time. if that if the number one because a lot of these people are saying that the really the number one thing that makes them an independent contractor is the fact that you can do your schedule right and I mean you're the master of your own calendar and yeah I mean to have floor duty from nine to twelve or twelve to three is like. Yeah, and you on, are not the master of your on, calendar. On at Instagram, that Jacob Hunter, fan of the show, what's up? And uh, uh, he's from California. He's he kind of chimed in the same thing on the DM. He said uh, same thing as the first guy from Texas that California. The test is essentially does your employee employer set your schedule? Yeah. So they're they're really tied up on the schedule thing. We're gonna give you our opinion on part three next week. Next week. So you've got to, you've got to, but you still got time. Love to hear your opinion. Yeah. We got great feedback from you guys. I'd almost really like to, and I'm, I'm certain there's probably not many attorneys that are just sort of sitting around like waiting to watch there's the racket, but around. I would love to hear that. their opinion on it too. Maybe it'll help us form ours. Cause I'm really starting to question maybe whether we are independent contractors. Well, next week you'll get to share what you think. Oh boy. 
Racket number one. Ready? Warren Buffett, the dude who owns one of the biggest brokerages in the country, can't sell his California house. He's had it listed since February of 2017 for 11 million. Hasn't budged on the price once. No. Is Talk this, about digging your heels in, yeah. eh? Is this huh. a racket? Such a racket. Yeah. Bless your heart there, Warren. Why do you think Why he can't don't you sell give it? us a holler? Well, obviously he's overpriced. It sounds like everyone keeps telling him that. But um This house is in Laguna Beach. It's pick, because he doesn't have the he doesn't cheap. Cheap. Picked it up for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars years in ago. So what's Warren Buffett's number you just, one rule? You didn't hire the right marketing staff, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, that's, well, he hired Berkshire Hathaway's company, I'm sure. I, well, that's the problem. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Here we go. Getting a little crazy on the real world. Gotta. Um, he clearly isn't going to lose money on this deal. No. He bought it for 150 grand, and his number one rule in investing is never lose money. So after reading the article a little bit, it does talk about the fact that his late wife actually um, sort of talked him into purchasing this property. So I'm assuming he's he's a, he's a little. Ooh, he's you think a, he's an emotional seller? He's a little romantic, as wow. you like to call him. I think he's. I think he's. I think there's. I think there's a little bit of an attachment there, which I don't blame him. I mean, I you, still live in the house that I that I grew up in. You know why this isn't a racket? Why? Because he's Warren freaking Buffett, dude. Well, he doesn't have to sell this house. He no. doesn't care if. It's sells or not i think you're a racket he's gonna leave it at 11 million and someone's willing to negotiate he'll sell at a fair price the dude if the dude needed to sell and you were sitting on the market because we deal with sellers at times that are like i have to sell this property great dude you've been on the market for a year let's lower the price of this oh but i am not lowering the price right that's a racket this dude's a baller he's a baller this ain't a racket dude he's warren freaking buffett all right well all right i think it's a racket this is this is a big time racket. This is uh, it, racket number two. It's an is, interesting it's one. I feel like I feel like it sh that should be a main topic. We could probably turn this racket uh, into a main topic. This really should have been the main topic. It really should have been the main topic. Should we start over again? No, just just keep going. Okay, keep going. I know you want to take a nap, but we I can don't. Keep going. I'm fine. Racket number two. I just two. can't figure out which camera to look at. Lawsuit <laughs> accuses <laughs> no. Westchester Real Estate. I keep looking firm at the wrong one. Of conflict of interest in home sales. Yes. So this is a Wall Street Journal article so if you're not a subscriber i don't know how nicole squeaked through the little subscription barrier today but inman. she got in there. i think wall street journal felt bad for me they they keep hearing me say that i can't get onto inman so they're like here nicole <laughs> throw we'll, we'll throw you a we'll throw you a freebie article so we're going to link this up as we always do all these topics we talk about we link up whether you're on youtube or wherever you're watching or listening to this you can find these articles that we're referencing mm -hmm. um and so the suit here is in Westchester's, you know, close, a couple hours from here. Super close. Um, the suit's taking on an issue known as dual agency. Mm -hmm. If you're watching the show, you probably know what dual agency is. It may be illegal in your particular state that you work in. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a reason dual agency is illegal. Clearly, I mean, there's super gray. There's super gray lines here. So I, I wanna, texted you the, the yeah, paragraph you wanted. I, I definitely want to read these stats. So. Uh, Julianne Lawrence, mm -hmm. who actually got bought out by Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway. Hathaway. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a big-time firm in, in that part of the world, in Westchester County, which is uh, you know just north of, of Manhattan, uh, suburb for, for Manhattan. A lot of people that work in the city. Look at all your lines. There, right? Look at all your lines. You have so many lines. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of talking here. You I'm are. trying to carry the, carry the, the ship. You're carrying, the, you're so. carrying it. Hmm. Um, Must be so you hang out so here, here's the deal. Can I get through the two paragraphs? Of course. You don't mind? Mm -mm. Do you want to read them? No. You just want to see me struggle? Look how small that is. <laughs> well, first of all, click it. Oh, there, there we go. There is. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Technology 101 with Nicole White. 
The lawsuit claims that last year, Houlihan Lawrence represented both the buyer and seller in nine out of ten of Houlihan Lawrence's biggest home sales in Westchester County. Dude, they represented both sides in nine of ten of the biggest home sales in Westchester County. A, a sales total volume of more than $47 million in Bronxville, 48 out of four, uh, 75 Houlihan sales were dual agency. So almost like that's two the thirds. Whole, that's the whole deal of Bronxville. 48 of 75 were Houlihan sales. You know, it's an interesting thing, though, because, I mean, even here in Connecticut, there's so many times that buyers come directly to the listing agents because they think they'll get a better including, deal that way. Including 80% of all deals for $2 million or more. Now, you can say, you can start to, to, to say that this is a racket and that they're they're running some type of monopoly and, and and the lawsuit gets into a situation that just happened a deal that just closed in, in Westchester where the buyer felt that the information so that the agent she was dealing with was actually the brother of the listing agent it was a real estate team and she's claiming that she was never told mm-hmm. um, that they were not only related but under the you know this dual agency situation the same team so that's when the lawsuit kicked in and now it's it's really a bigger lawsuit and they're going after commissions all the way back to 2011 claiming that Houlihan Lawrence practices and teaches their agents to get dual agency on their mm-hmm. listings right mm-hmm. so, so to get like they the give them buyer. they give them like incent some sort of incentive if they if they sell an in-house they, listing they said like the the forms the standard board forms were already checked yes for dual agency as opposed to letting the buyer check them they were already pre-checked for them when they gave them those in the in the yeah article. but we check things like that all the time too like i'll pre-check no, 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 like scanned already checked like like instead of like giving the buyer the 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 empty sheet and them checking the box when mm-hmm, they sign it, mm-hmm. it was already checked for them. But don't you have to like sign a dual agency form? I mean, it's a whole separate addendum. That's the, a that whole was the, the standard board form they were talking about. Hmm. That they were s- checking yes to dual agency. But then the people were signing it. Yeah, then the people signed off on it. Yeah, so I because, mean. Well, I mean, listen, if you explain dual agency, and, and in Connecticut, dual agency is allowed. Uh, you basically explain it like, like, for instance, we work for William Ravis Real Estate, right? If you do not want to do dual agency, that's fine. Uh, there are over four thousand William Ravis agents. No, right? Well, you no, know, you can't. You you can't use anybody at William Ravis then if you don't want to do dual no, agency. No, that's my point. Is okay if you oh, want to do yeah. agency, fine. But you are now. Uh, you know, if any of these agents have a buyer, there's you know, and you don't want to do dual agency, you're going to have an issue there, right? right. So you're kind of. And they have, you know, for instance, Ravis in Connecticut has number one market share of the state. Right. So a seller's not going to want to do that. So in Connecticut, where a state where dual agency is legal, a, a seller almost has to agree to do dual agency because it, it literally is in their best interest if they want to maximize their buyer pool. There's a lot of sellers that have a problem with it. Well, because this is the buyer that's having a problem with it. There's a lot of buyers that have a problem with yeah. it and sellers. The buyer has a problem with it because she was pressured into pay a higher price. She felt... This is all. Well, know, she said that the uh, agent said that he, she needs to put in an offer over asking price because there's an offer over. Oh, you were accused of that one time too, remember? Yes, yeah, so that was not. Uh, not the not same legit, thing, but, but yeah. Um, because it wasn't a dual agency situation. It was not. She's a dual like you're driving the price up. I'm like, yeah, I am, dude. I've got three offers and they're all yeah. competing. But and your I am seller also authorized up. you to say that you had an offer. hundred percent. Yeah. 
Now, when you get into a dual agency situation, you are more relaying information between the two parties. Right. So if what they're claiming is true, then yeah, these particular agents at Houlihan have an issue on their hands. Right. Uh, if they're not true, that, then it's a different ballgame. But, but what I think is, is not a racket is the fact that Houlihan Lawrence has outstanding numbers. There's an agent in the next town over from us who typically is on three out of four sides of a million plus deal in that town. There's For not a sure. lot. There's not a lot of million plus deals, but she's on three of the four sides. She happens to be friends with a lot of those, that clientele. Right. Hats off to her. I right. think she's doing an amazing job. People know to go to her. Absolutely. And, right. I, and, I, and I don't think that there's anything unusual, even though she's on 75% of the transactions, there's nothing unusual about it. She's a rock so. star. She and, is. And so... Houlihan, I already know for a fact they've been in that part of part of the world. They've been very aggressive in who they recruit. They have a lot of rock stars. So it's not necessarily a racket that they're doing and putting up big numbers. Right. What would be a racket is, and, and what we do a lot, is we designate somebody on our team. We do designated agency, which is a form of dual. One agent's going to talk to one party. One, one agent's going to talk to the other party. I do think dual agency, unless you're – you have a super rare agent. Somebody that's talking to absolutely both sides, that can become a little bit of a racket, hmm. in, to my, in my opinion. Hmm. I always go designated. Interesting. Personally. I just did dual. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm yeah. not saying across the board 100%. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying it can get tricky. Well, right. I mean, I think you just have to be super clear. Like, I'm really just giving the buyer information. I'm just really giving the seller You can't even negotiate. You well, are not allowed to negotiate as a dual agent. You, you cannot advise the seller. No, you can't advise them. To you can't advise. You can't even pull comps. Right. Really. So you're just you're literally doing, just, yes. And so, to, and so my point is when all you're doing is relaying information, well, and, and this is why I don't love dual agency because as technology catches up, technology could be du the dual agent. Why would you need an agent to do that? Why would you need an agent to relay information if they're not even able to strategize, negotiate, pull comps? Dual agents should be a robot. Wow. Hmm. Anything that doesn't have strategy behind it that's just literally relaying. I feel like you're saying a lot of things. Like there's a lot happening here. Meaning how? what is the value of a real estate agent, a human being in dual agency, if you cannot do any of those things? Well, I mean, there's more roles than just that. I mean, well. There's not. All there you can is. do is relay information. I, I understand, but I'm saying after the fact, after they've come together. I mean, I've had multiple dual agent situa situations where the buyer just comes in willing to pay full price, just submit it. Cool, awesome. Like, But then there's so many things after that, well, though, Well, maybe too. you're doing white glove service on top like, of it where yeah, you're, like you're helping, coordinating. Like, oh, oh you, yes. need all, you need all the utility yeah, information. Yeah, like there's that, all that. You know, like that, here's that. an attorney's name, you know, if, right. especially if they're not local. Or, you know, you're going through the home inspection and, like, you're sort of going through the things that are, you know, yep. just like maintenance issues. Like there's, you know, you're hugging them because they're really sad. Oh. Like there's so much emo. Like there's so many, you Pay know. Pay me six percent to give out some hugs. I'll be doing it all <laughs> day long. I'll be hugging you up. Come on now. Oh, all Let's right. Let's hug it out. So Byron, out? Byron doesn't like dual agency. No, not that I don't like it. I think it's, I think it's just, uh, I think it's super vulnerable with technology because to be a great dual agent, you are facilitating to some degree. You are just, you know, handing information back and forth. Uh, but. Going back to Houlihan, the links in the description. Well, I don't know. I just love your two cents. So on, many things on this. But I think we could argue on this dual agency thing. Maybe Dude, that's why that's, it should be the main topic next time. That's why time. some states have said, you know what, make it illegal. It's crazy, because but then like a lot so of lawsuits. Crazy. Most of, most real estate lawsuits 
um, are between the two topics. Because it's talked anybody about, here. Like, what if my girlfriend really wanted to, or just somebody would like really wanted to use me, and like they couldn't because we just happened to be buying another Ravis listing. In no, I'm talking about like a separate listing. Like, dual agency goes for all listings under the Ravis umbrella. So now all of a sudden, you're not allowing people to pick the agents that they want to use because that other person just happened to pick a Ravis agent before the buyer did. I don't know. I like well, like if you're gonna use a, a, another. Ravis agent that's not in your team, you're going to go designated. You're going to talk to your pre people and then. Right. Um, right. But that's still technically dual agency. Yeah. All right. Racket number. The third racket. Three. Yeah. Let's the move third. on. Sorry. That was a long racket. That was a, that's a, Is racket. That a racket. That's a racket. Was? That was a, that was. All right. Home tours are happening through video calls, whether that's FaceTime, Skype, you know, I guess you could Skype from the phone. You could certainly Zoom from the phone. Uh, you could do party time. That Par app, party time. Yes. You could do no, is it, it's not. It's not called party time, is it? The one uh, that house party. House party. House party. Time. House party. You could do house party. You could do. You could do this on Snapchat. You could do Instagram Live and bring somebody in and, and show so them fun. the house as well as other people. You I had love a. You had a great idea. Yeah, I think that we should do like a like an open house that but no, way. No, 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 but it wasn't only just open house. Oh, that they it would was, schedule a time, yeah. you know, like Joe goes at 11 and then Cindy goes at 11.15 and like we give tours like of the house. It's a great I way actually, to get like buyers to come directly to you because that would mm -hmm. that's the way to actually then get. I think you're onto something. I think I would use a Calendly link yep. and set it up in 15 minute intervals. You've done that before. Does that but work? It wasn't Do people for, actually? Oh, the Calendly links work. You if you're it. looking to have people schedule as opposed to 10 emails, because you forth. were doing that for a little bit. You were doing yeah. like this like frenzy thing on Facebook, like hurry up, get access to my calendar yeah. and book appointments. Yeah. I finally went on there too. I just wanted to see. There were a lot of openings. There were oh. a lot of openings. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put a lot of openings. Um, but here's the game, right? So you send out the link. If someone says, hey, let's schedule something in an email, as opposed to the next six or seven emails going back or forth trying to figure out the best time for everyone, you just send out the link. Here's my available times for this week. And then they can click, here's my in-office times, here's my out-of-office times, whatever that may be. Yeah. You can set it up. And you I are think such a good independent contractor. You're yeah. in charge of your own I am in charge calendar. of my own calendar. Love it. Oh, I'm 100% an independent contractor. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, you, your mm -hmm. idea would be, okay, send out the Calendly link. From Sunday from 10 to 1, wow. you can get a, you can get a, a um, ahead of the public open house private tour with just me with nicole white on facetime click the calendar link and schedule the best time yeah. for you because maybe one to three doesn't work when you're doing the public open house and right. there's 11 to one or there's right. 10 to one opportunity or maybe works. they they only want to sort of take a quick tour for 10 minutes before they then come out to the open house they want to make right. sure that maybe they live in new york and it's, it's the right the right move or maybe they live in connecticut and maybe they live next door and they just want to be nosy like, dude i want to sit in my boxers and yes. check out this house that's right what now. i'm talking I about be... i bet you that's 99.9 percent .9 of those people that sign up for i don't want to take a shower to come see you guys well well, but they will. We'll see them. Like mm. maybe just keep the keep it. If you're in your boxers, just keep it up. Shoulders you know? and up. Shoulders <laughs> and up. I think we should test that out. I think we should. I think it would be awesome. And I think you just dropped a huge knowledge bomb for everyone. So if they want to test awesome. it out, awesome. I would love to know. Well, maybe some people have already done it. Maybe they yeah. maybe they thought of it before I me. Mean, I'd love to know if it's if it's effective. Or I mean, maybe like what what made it effective. You've like how done did it with you? A buyer, right? Even I've done it with a buyer. Never. You've never done that with a buyer? Not, nope. I don't think that I like have. They're in Florida. Oh my gosh, these three houses. Like, and you do the FaceTime thing. No, nope, nope, never, really? never, nope. 
Come mm-hmm. on. I think I've done it with with an actual being, but like the husband wasn't there or something. One of but them I've there. never done a, like a tour on my own that I went around with a phone. No, well, we've got this article to link. Up I as always well. go over my data too, so like I, you wouldn't even necessarily want Actually, me to I don't, do that. Can you do uh, FaceTime when you're on yellow? When your battery's on yellow all the time? My battery's on yellow to save my battery. He makes fun of my yellow. The yellow is genius, by the you way. You think it's a you strategy? Went, you went yellow yesterday. <laughs> Out of desperation, not of strategy. <laughs> All right, this article is a it's a realtor mag. What Got do you know? It. Nicole picks the the realtor mag specials. Always. Uh, we'll link that up as well. Love your two cents, and come back for part three of the independent contractor conversation next week. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Word up. See. You